Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Before we get into this episode 6 uh, podcast of One Shall Stand, One Shall Fall, we recorded this over Discord and unfortunately some of my audio gets cut out. So you'll hear my audio just constantly being in and out, in and out of full sentences. So we do apologise for that. But we do have an amazing collaboration podcast with Blues on Attack. So guys, remember, uh, we're doing part one and on uh, if you want to continue hearing about this podcast, you can go check out part two on their podcast, which is available on YouTube. And if you type in Blues on Attack, it is going to be titled Blue Talk. That is their podcast. And that will be part two coming out the same day as this one. So without further ado, guys, take care, have a good one, and let's get straight into this podcast. Now, uh, help me out, Blaster. Transform and play something uh, nice. And now, a nice and nifty musical selection for easy listening. <laughs> Hold on to your dancing shoes and go, man, go! One shall stand... One Shall Fall is a Transformers TCG podcast based in the UK, also on the Bleeped Up Productions Network. I'm the producer of this podcast, Lee McAlpin, and on this podcast, we have a motley crew of TCG players that live and breathe the Transformers trading card game. And now we're going to be quiet and continue this broadcast from our underground bunker here in the United Kingdom with this episode. What up, guys, and welcome to One Shall Stand, One Shall Fall, episode six, a collaboration that has been wanting to happen for so long with the boys from Blues on Attack. I'm so excited for this episode that we couldn't contain it to one podcast, that we've literally expanded it to two podcasts. We've got the guys from Blues on Attack, and they're going to do, this podcast is going to be split straight down the middle. Like, we're doing part one, and then you're going to go check out their channel because their content is phenomenal. And you're going to check out their podcast to find out some of the bits that we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the podcast on Blue Talk. So, guys, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on this uh, amazing podcast of ours because it's basically so awesome that we're going to get all these collaborations because, unfortunately... The coronavirus has kind of like stopped us all playing the game a little bit. I know there's where you can go out there and play it on webcam and stuff like that. This is the perfect opportunity for channels to collab and like get a little bit of like partnerships going and just doing that collaboration, which just grows the community even. So guys, thank you very much for coming. And what we've got um, lined up for this show is absolutely amazing. We've got normal, normal talk of whatever we want to do with Transformers. We've also got a tournament breakdown because three of the guys that are here went to it. And then on Blues on Attack, they're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the latest wave and stuff like that. So uh, on this podcast with me is my co-host, Mike. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thank you very much. I'm getting over having a really bad cough possibly actually the virus but um hopefully it's gone and i'm not coughing my lungs up too much on this show 
Awesome. Well, if if you do, we'll we'll just have a. Edit I'll play out. some nice. I'll edit it out, or I might just have that nice little like intermission music while you're coughing. So Thanks, you buddy. See how it goes. It's all good. And then uh, from uh, Blues on Attack, joining us today, we have. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good, man. And I've also got uh, Dan as well from Blues. How are we doing, guys? Everything good? Yeah, we are fantastic. And I'm well, you know, this has been a collaboration in the works for a while because we've like talked a little bit over Facebook. And then, due to your hilarious schedule of film and Mike's and my work and schedule of filming, and it, I have to admit, the, the virus is a bit of a blessing because now we get to like kind of do a collaboration with you guys. It's a blessing in the fact that it encourages. Uh, more online content creators to work together or try things a little bit differently. And therefore, this has probably been two and a half, well, maybe not two and a half months, but it feels like two and a half months worth of <laughs> of scheduling, cancelling, refiguring, rejigging it around, getting pushed because you guys get all of the cool US boys on instead of us. <laughs> Six it's hours like, later. I wouldn't, look, 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 I wouldn't take that personally. It's I, it's I like thought that. that that entire interview was going to be about two hours, but... I think Brian and Joe did as well, because they <laughs> half of them, like, left halfway through. I was yeah, like, no. I was like has, has Nick forgot to break this down? This is like no. three million hours, and I, I watched it all. I, I come from a background in podcasting where a, a short podcast is, is, is two. Standard podcast length is about four. Um, what, Days. Yeah, it will take. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like it's it's it, that to me is is normal. Like I I used to listen to four or five hour podcasts like all the time. Um, it, d- being in it and doing it is not exactly pleasant half the time because you you do flag a bit. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is, and we had a lot to talk about. So it was. Uh, mm. Yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah, you just got to, I guess, roll with it. <laughs> So yeah. it, it's a it's a rough world right now, um, and I think we're just hey all thankful that we're all well and healthy enough to uh, enjoy each other's company and have found some small window of time to do a bit of a collaboration. Mm. Yeah, uh, where are Salty and Adam? There's normally like four of you. Um, so Salty doesn't. Uh, so we said from the get go when we started talking about doing Blue Talk and stuff like that. So we said, look, it's not my thing. Um, I'm not. I'm not interested. Which is which is fine. You know, Fair so enough. he doesn't yeah, want cool. to do this thing. That's absolutely fine. Um, Adam, because of Adam's setup at home, he doesn't really have a computer. He doesn't have the means to be able to uh, like come on Discord and have it a decent like look because he'd be doing it through his phone and everything. Like, like I am. Said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he said, "Look, uh, until this is all over, I'll just step out of these kind of things." Um, which again is is it's fair. Like we're we're not. As as obviously we're all friends, we're all brothers. Um, we we don't want to force anyone to do something they don't want to do. No, no, that's exactly. fine. That's completely True. understandable. Uh, ma- mainly for the, those listening, because they'll be like, "Wait well, a minute, there, there's half the cast missing." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's absolutely fair. They're, they're here in spirit. They're here in spirit. So and and D from our channel at some point may reappear like the fabled unicorn um, if he gets back into the love of Transformers. I think he's having a bit of a break. He is. Um, we the best the best way of describing D's experience is we broke him in the nicest way possible because we Mike and me play play the game quite obviously with boards and swords and obviously in the community we play it a ton 
and D uh, has other commitments. Uh, Mike is now dying. Oh no! Can you can you hear that? Jazz. Yeah, it's fine. You're good. You're good. He's okay, ladies and gentlemen. It's not it's it's not a rust infection or anything like that. He's fine. Um, and and basically, what what happened was his ideology of deck building and stuff got left way way behind. So where we're at and where he's at with the game is two completely different levels. Right. So, I, I completely respect that. Um, yeah. I it took me a while to get into like the waveform mentality of deck building. Mm. and I'm still struggling, and now it's just like, oh, we can make a really bold orange deck, or we can make a really defensive blue deck. Oh, let's not even... I, I played you round one, <laughs> one, and we're going to get on to this, because <laughs> I had a deck, and it, I was like, this is the meta, this is how the world is, and I stuck my head above the parapet, and it was not how, the, how it was. Supposed you to won be. that game. I did, because <laughs> you were playing a blue deck. <laughs> anyway, but we'll get on to that later. Yeah, so so uh, the main the main thing is with, with D at the moment, he's he's playing characters he actually really, really enjoys. So he's trying to get Devastator working. He's he really likes Astro Train because he's incredible. But um I think the thing is with D when when talking about like building decks and his idea, he doesn't want to lean all blue. He doesn't want to lean all orange. He wants to find that perfect middle ground. And I think at this point in the game at the moment, it's almost there. It's still, well, we're going to talk about the tournament. It seemed from Mike's review when we were talking about it a little bit off, like off in our own little world after the tournament actually ended, he was like, yeah, this was completely different to what I thought. And especially different to what we experienced when we went to London to do the energy. So it's all good in the hood. So shout outs to D. He is still raging and adorable and we love so you come back, D. Come, come back. back. Yeah, come back, D. Yeah, come we back, man. Players. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. So, yeah, with that being said, then, I'm just going to um, spitball some uh, quick questions to you guys, and then we'll get into the tournament that all three of you went uh, and I unfortunately didn't have the pleasure of uh, seeing you. Uh, I just got debriefed by Mike, and it was like, gosh darn it, why couldn't work give me that day off? <sighs> but anyway, um, so um, let's just open it over to uh, Dan and Nick then. So um, how did you get into uh, the Transformers TCG to begin? What wave and, 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 and how did you, uh, yeah, how did it all come who wants to start, Dan? You or me? I'll, I'll, I'll let you. You got cards before I did. <laughs> okay, so uh, I basically got a friend of mine who was at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, I want to say it was 2018. Um, Ooh, they, the expensive year. Yeah, the expensive <laughs> year. Uh, so obviously, I've, I've been into Transformers all my life, and I hope we heard about this card game. And I said to him. Any chance you can pick this up if you go over there? Like if you're there, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Comes back with the packs. I think he got he got two: one for me, one for Salty. And we were like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> this looks..." Well, there's only four cards in here. What is this? <laughs> Little did we know it was going to be horrendously expensive. Um, and then from there, we were interested. From then on, anyway, we thought we'll take a look at it when the game comes out. And I think all four of us bought in day one. Um, so. 
the yeah, we bought in day one. Yeah. The shop had a box of boosters. We were like, oh, we'll all pick up two or three, and then five minutes later, the box is gone. Mm. Like, <laughs> no idea what we're doing. We're just like, no. yeah, we're just going to buy stuff because the the feel of opening packets is, of course, a wonderful feeling. Um, it's who, that... some someone opened a rare, and then we were all like, oh, we've all got now, and mm. that's that was... it. <laughs> yeah, we were. I think I think from the end of that day, even though we didn't want to admit it, we were in. Yeah, like at the time, I I was heavily into Star Wars Destiny, and really? the the idea of having a secondary game, so Transformers, like, oh, it's going to be a secondary game. I was like, oh, we'll see how much time I have for this. Star Wars quickly went in the bin, <laughs> and yeah, it was it was uh, that got sold <laughs> really quickly before the market crashed. <laughs> well, so not I, long before. Well, no, I got really good money the day when I started listing all my stuff. Like, I, I, I think I made like six hundred quid in one day. Oh, cash back off selling singles, and then eventually I just got rid of the rest as bulk. But yeah, I, I then then it was all in all in on Transformers from there. So from wave one, yeah. start of the game, that was it. We were Dan's in. hardcore magic in some fashion or other, I believe. So um, just just to burst that bubble of over to you, Wizards for super rare in a case there. <laughs> which I think is danger dangerous game to play. I don't think you're going to get much of a resale on the Transformers second-hand market. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't mind. I'm in now, so I'm in for the long. No, I was on about for Dan. Oh, for Dan. He's like, okay. no, no super rare. I'm out. Done. I'm going to buy a case. If I don't get one, I'm I'm tapping. I mean, it's a it's an empty threat. I I think I'm so far invested in this now that I'm just not coming out. <laughs> which sucks when you try and play Magic: The Gathering at the same time. <laughs> I might as well just give two thirds of my paycheck to wizards. I have it. Stock commodities. Um, (laughs) If if you're listening, wizards, Dan supports you two thirds of his paycheck. That means there's thirty three percent left up for grabs. Yeah, (laughs) I've got to live somehow. (laughs) You don't need monster. It's fine. It's it's true. It's actually it's really interesting because Dan's actually in a shed. Wizards. He's um he's like the en- he's like the end of Shaun of the. He he's in a little shed in the back garden. Wait wait wait. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> That's exactly Ooh. what. It- <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> so you guys got straight in at wave one then. Um, yep. So. Obviously, we've we've done our, our thing where we've I, I got into wave two and then I slowly got into wave one boosters. The joys of my first ever booster was RC and everyone told me RC was incredible. And then I was like, cool. And then after that, it was just like the normal commons and small. And then it was just the rares were really hard to get hot. And then I think the only thing I was missing for ages was the 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 best B at the time. Uh, and now I own that, so I have a complete wave one, which I'm excited. Um, but it's 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 exciting because obviously everyone jumps in at different points. Mike, what point did you jump at? Uh, I watched uh, a YouTube video on the game and went, "Oh, Transformers card game! That sounds pretty cool." Um, watched a couple more, uh, googled online, found someone that was selling a collection, and through a network of friends, jumped in at just after wave two and ended up picking up a, a, a lot of cards for n- not much money the difficulty was the guy wanted literally door-to-door pickup and he was in plymouth which is in the back end and beyond of nowhere because nobody at the time played in that area so but i think i ended up picking up like three grim locks um uh 
what else was it? Lee, what did we sell you for? Redi- no, I didn't sell you ridiculous money. Um, <laughs> you got, you got me. You sold me a Nemesis Prime. Oh yeah, that was about four. I'm building four, a deck currently. Three for. Nemesis Primes, three Grimlocks, uh, or four Grimlocks. It was mental. So I basically just liquidated all of the high value cards that were many multiples thereof, and then that paid for most of the cards. I think and I saw I had, this set. On lot listed, I'm sure I did because I was like, "That's really good value for money," but they only want to do pickup, and I was like, "I'm not travelling that far." No, yes, you did, you did see it. I remember that. Do you remember that conversation? I was yeah. like, "Guys, this is nuts." Like, see, the worst thing for me, yeah, is I think it was I like 150 quid for, and like three Nemesis Primes on their own were were pretty much that at the time. Oh, I spent 70 quid on mine. Oh, I pulled one the next day in a packet. Yeah, I know. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch! I now own it's... three. I know. <laughs> oh, I Lee, love, Lee, love... uh, yes. randomly. Sorry to interrupt. I have discovered that there are characters in Wave Two that we are missing. Oh, yeah. There's like starter deck characters, like a Windblade, a Megatron, another Bumblebee. Oh, and, the crappy uh, starter set. Yeah, but or, it doesn't right, matter. Right. You're, you're not a true collector unless you don't have these cards. So we have to well, go. I'm and not source a true these. collector. Then I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it on our podcast. I'm not a true collector. Why do I want to have a terrible Windblade? Because I don't want to own two different Windblades that are terrible. Um, okay. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. I was, I was gonna, work, I was gonna sucker punch because I know someone in this chat is gonna get mad. Uh, but the no. champion is gonna. Uh, deck the champion. You. Uh, it me, is true. Let me just flash this. I know. You Look at that. I'm so glad you won it. To be honest, if you guys didn't know what we're talking about, there was a Windblade um, deck build um, creator kind of thing that um, Wreck and Rule did, and uh, well, let's just say, uh, yeah. Um, one. It was yeah, good. you're in on the sideswipe challenge, which is like the next version. Right? Oh, the worst thing was I was in the sideswipe challenge, and then I couldn't get the video edited oh, yeah. in time to actually put it out because of work. Um, and I was well, I'm not going to win, uh, but it was hilarious as balls playing because you needed a lot of money because I ran the stupidly amazing expensive who's replaced with waste to be now. But anyway, um, yeah. I'm not a true collector then, I guess. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, sorry. so succinctly, in answer to your question, I got in it just after Wave 2, bought a collection, really cheap, with some logistical challenges, and then uh, randomly, uh, literally within a, a two weeks of buying in, you started running events at a, a, not a local store in Derby, but down the road to us. Yeah. And nobody in Leicester that I knew of played it, so I trundled along and, and started rocking in with Dinobots and... Yeah. Didn't really understand the love of Insecticons until about four months later when they were out of fashion. You made that switch super quick. Insecticons will never be out of fashion. No, no they're not. I've got a deck now. They're horrible. Anyway, so that's me. That's my story. There we go. Cool, cool. So everyone knows my story, so I won't bore them on this podcast. So uh, I want to get into the next question just quickly. So I'll shoot it to the boys. Um, can you tell me your favorite Autobot and your favorite Deceptor? Just straight up. Keep it simple. <sighs> Never really thought it about might not be sim- It might not be simple. Decepti- oh, you don't have to say oh, Decepticons oh, easy. Have- so. <laughs> are we talking card or are we talking like actual thing? Oh, no. Card- cards are coming. Uh, both. Just- okay. Let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's do, do, let's do, do favourite because if it's not out there, you can't name it as a card. <laughs> okay, let's start with that then. Let's do favourite character card and favourite battle card. Let's do that. Uh, so my favourite character... After, after, uh, funnily enough, rewatching our last video that went up, 
I have come to the conclusion that I am a cosmos boy now mm-hmm. and forever. <laughs> we'll talk about that in part two. <laughs> did I do a did I do a mistake? No, 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 it's really good. I'm I'm on the Cosmos train. He's 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 good. he's on the bandwagon as well. Okay. Good. Um and then my favourite battle card, I I've got a couple. So anyone anyone that watches our stuff knows that I love cheating. Um <laughs> One of the fundamental games, one of the fundamentals of the game is um, obviously your restriction in playing one action or an upgrade. I like cheating in the sense that I love good action economy. So, any combination of. Um, <laughs> Field Communicator, Anticipation Engine, Leap of Faith, Brainstorm, anything that lets you cheat on that and play more things, I'm, I'm just all over. Fair. Fair play. Hmm. Oh, I'm dressed to cheat. You are a cheat, yeah. Get that value. He's always yeah. cheating. He's always cheating. Um, <laughs> I struggle with this question every time I hear it because it changes like every day. <laughs> like, okay, not so much recently because my, my brain for building decks is like, I'll build something and be like, oh, I really love this car and then I'll build another deck and I'm like, oh no, I like this one now. Uh, consistently, probably major shockwave. I'd say so. One of my, nice. probably one of my favourites, just because he's a big horrible Decepticon, and I love his abilities. So you know, yeah. uh, scrapping scrapping hands is always fun. Yeah, can't it's, argue with that. That's, that's a that's that. a fun time. Uh, as for battle card, oof. Man, I'm so terrible with this. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. Um, Belligerence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not out yet. You can't use oh, it. Oh, no. Come on. Soon. Soon, though. Soon. Soon. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm rubbish. I'm sorry. Start your engines. Because car okay. untapped. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. fair. fair enough. Can uh, I throw a question to you guys really quickly? Now that we're on this side of things, I want to know okay. if you think that Wave 1 Wheeljack is broken or not. Yeah, he's definitely broken. No. No. You know why. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he's like, do tell then, Sir Mike. Why? Uh, game 1, Till or 1, being downplayed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, all right. We'll get we'll get to that then. I don't think he's broken. He's good. Um, he's he's he, he's, he's not no. He's, he's really he, strong. He was really strong out of the gate in wave one. He's become less strong with Siege of Cybertron one and two, but he is still really good. But importantly, he's not broken, Nick. He, he's not. OPBL oh, here busted. we go. Here we go. OPBS. All right. All right. Okay. Let's let's hear your <laughs> argument then, sir. I'm. Tr- I'm. I'm not, not, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, so I'm just curious. So go on, Nick. Right. Wheeljack. Like guaranteed. If you're playing him, let's say you're playing him in a three-wide cars deck, right? By the time you get round to him, if you're not attacking with him for turn one. He's going to have an instant bold three because you will, if you've built your deck correctly, you will have weapons in your discard pile. The guy gets a natural bold three on his attack, which is disgusting before you've played upgrades, before you've played actions that turn. It's vile. Like, <laughs> that's horrible. I'm sorry. Like, the amount of times I've got smashed by Wheeljack doing that kind of crap is unbelievable. We've <laughs> all been there. But it's not broken. I don't know. Uh, uh, I got this. I got this. He's too strong. He's too strong. So I'm going to go with Gyroblaster. 
I'm going to go with overheat. I'm going to go with dampening field. Um, any of the other cards that shut down multiple oh, flips. Don't, don't forget Acid Storm. That's true. Uh, what the hell does that one do? Acid Storm. Storm no, no bold. Ooh, so basically, I, any card that basically gives you the giant middle finger makes Wheeljack. He basically becomes like that corpse in the movie. Oh, don't, look, you know, <laughs> in every every card has a uh, in this every <laughs> every key character has a linchpin thing that stops it. Lest we refer to the video we put out of <clears throat> the not daring and not escaping. Skywarp, secret action sorry, loop of sorry, hijack. Bro. Jesus. Yeah, sorry, bro. That was because because we always say our games are always intentional. To we just turn up with a deck and we're going. We're playing. So it was literally. I'm sorry that I'm going to play this against this deck. I really do apologize. Oh well. Um, anyway, but then you smash face. So pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So don't get me wrong. He's really good. He's a he's a solid wave one. But uh, you know, um, again, when we get into the tournament thing. Is RC better? And many, many people would target RC over Wheeljack. Yes, they so would. So maybe she's better, and she's a five cost and has no bold. Uh, RC is disgusting, um, but like her, her letdown is that she has one attack, and unless if your opponent is doing stuff to stop you playing actions or scrapping upgrades, then she she's only poking. I mean, okay, yeah, that might be if you if you're attacking a character with one health, then fine, she's going to kill you. But I don't know. It's it, she. I think she's. I think she's fine. She's she's weak. She's not got much health, um, and yeah, she's not got much attack. So her ability is obviously amazing. And in my sideswipe deck that I built recently with her, I built I built it for the purpose of to make her disgusting. So you have to target her first. Like her with lionizer is is vicious, right? Oh god, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's probably five damage guaranteed, if not more. Um, but I think she's Fair. fairly. I think she's fairly costed. I don't, I don't think she is broken. She's 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 good. I don't think she's broken. And I I, I, feel I, Dan I may have, sorry, go on. I feel Dan may have deliberately thrown this question in to start. Oh, he, he wanted to war. start a war. Yeah, he, he wanted to throw me under the bus. And Dan, I won't have this. Um, <laughs> He's not throwing you under the bus. I just wanted other people's opinions so you'd finally admit you're wrong. I'm, I'm <coughs> never going to be wrong, never going to remit he's, it. He's... One thing I've got a bit about Nick is it's, he's more stubborn than my mother. <laughs> and that's a statement because Mama Scott is a, a stubborn old gal. It's the Greek in me, man. It's the Greek in me. I would say he's at 8 out of 10 good. Yeah. like He's not, he's not Shockwave uh, 9... He's not well, OPBL. He's not OPBL good, and he's not nah, nah, Galaxy sure. what's, Prime. What's, what's the good. ten for this scale? Who is the ten out of ten? Ga- Galaxy and OPBL. Yeah, they're, 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 that's they're, fine, that's yeah, fine. definitely them too. Ugh. All the primes is mad. Why? No, not all of them. The starter. No, that's deck what I mean. No, we just mentioned all the primes that you'll only like. Honestly, like if you're not playing OPBL, even general primes actually ridiculous. Yeah, actually, general time is actually general primes good. Anything that kind of cheats and gives you that inherent bold, that inherent bold, like before you've even gotten out the gate, it's kind of done. But he's not broken good. He's just no, 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 definitely not. He he's at eight out of ten good. He's like Wheeljack. (laughs) No, I just I just remember one of the first decks I ever built was Wheeljack and Grimlock, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it was. I made a lot of people cry. Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. There's there's been there's been an idea kicking about in my head for a while about playing Perceptor and Grimlock. 
Yeah. And just playing yeah. some sort of crazy, like, Perceptor with Clobber. Oh, okay. Okay. Because um, I, I love sure. Perceptor. It's, it's like playing Magic in, in Why do you want the Dinobot to gimmick for? So the Big Bulb. Yeah. Dinobot Chomp. The Chomp. But there are better ways to do Bulb. That. See, the, thing is, not... the thing is, Mike. Like most of the time when I'm building decks, I don't build it to a meta, to a meta thing. I I've got one deck in my head that I'm focusing on in in the vague hopes that it's going to be meta, and that's it. Everything else I build because hey, it looks like a fun gimmick. Fair, and also with doing what I think uh, you guys comment on quite regularly is on your last couple of blue talks with the Wreck and Rule guys and all the others is because you do so much content and you're now like possibly the most watched channel for tcg in the uk now i would say um you have to keep reinventing decks or keep coming with something new because otherwise people would just be like oh god it's another insecticon deck you know what i'm good i don't need to see that nick nick builds the decks nick builds most of the decks um the most decks out of anyone sorry i try to have three ready every fortnight um, and it's quite easy when we've got when we've got meta content to pull from for Meta Mondays. Um, we can we just go on there, find a deck, and go. Okay, this looks great. I'm going to play this. Um, but like finding, it just coming up with random combinations is kind of the best way to go. It, it's a struggle sometimes, just to go. Okay, I, I want to do something fun. I don't want this to be like ridiculously bold and ridiculously aggressive. But uh, sometimes, like my, my last few my last few decks I've played were that. And it's 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 really hard just to keep coming up with stuff without going back and visiting old things. And as we get more sets into the game, it's great because there's more there's more of a card pool, there's more combinations and stuff. And I can think about doing random stuff like having Perceptor with Grimlock and doing a Dinobot bold thing, but drawing cards as well with Perceptor and stuff like that. Oh god, yeah, he's well. I, I will, I've got a whole thing on Perceptor later. I know, I know. Part two, people. That's part, part two. two on the, the on smooth the, jazz. It is. It is. Smooth jazz. It is. Smooth jazz is kick-ass, man. <laughs> Gotta love that smooth, smooth, smooth jazz. Smooth. <laughs> right, okay, so we've... we've uh, well, let's just say you've got a lot more than just like, what's your favourite cards? We've spilled into greatness right now. So let's let's go, let's go uh, reel it back into the tournament that you guys had um, in uh, Northampton. Uh, obviously, uh, Mike, I'll let you take the reins on introducing and talking about it because I wasn't there. It's so, cool, uh, okay. Uh, so um, Mondo Spanner or Ben um, from the UK decided to run or try and organise a tournament because we haven't seen that much organised play uh, announced and I think we got 28 players I think we were on that I don't think we were max at 32 Um, someone somewhere will at some point while I'm talking find the images of the results and and, um, confirm the numbers for me while i'm talking uh so yeah i um i took uh rc wave one i took lionizer took wheeljack weapons inventor and some random blib blob uh the patrol guy that does bin a white and discard your hand and draw four fix it uh, fix it so uh and i took an orange black deck uh because i thought 
all I'm seeing in the world is blue. Everything is blue. There is nothing else but blues on defense, blues on attack, blues on every single kind of flip you can get. Um, and game one, I played Dan. Um, and I'll let Dan talk about that in a minute. Uh, um, and yeah, I, I, I didn't do great. That was that. That was it because there was a lot of orange. Like I was like, orange is supposed to be dead. There is no orange deck that can do anything right now. Uh, oh God, orange is everywhere. Jesus, and everybody's running patrols. Like what is this? So, uh, as I said to the guys on the day, I said um, I consider myself kind of a a really good player in my local area. Uh, you know, possibly arrogantly tier one. Yeah! Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangster-ass nigga plays his cards right. And then I turn up to a tournament, stick my head above the parapet, and got shot down. And it was bad. Uh, like, I didn't understand the concept of how good focus fire was. Uh, thanks, Adam. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, it was, it, was, it was not great. Not great. Um, but I learned a lot of stuff. Uh, heard let's, let's clear that up. the tournament was great <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah, the, um... yeah the tournament was really cool uh the venue which was manor screw beautiful uh really well organized you know you weren't crowding around bits of paper to see uh results they were all on big screen tvs there was ample time for breaks the venue was lush uh, and there were some cracking players and and uh, i played dan in game one yeah that was that was a. Uh... That was fun. <laughs> I sat down. I went, oh, so I'm fairly new to the game. Don't really know what I'm doing. Dan's like, uh-huh, sure. This looks like uh, orange, black, bold cars, mate. And I was like, yeah, clearly not dealing with uh, amateur here. So uh, he's seen through the let's pretend to be the dumb new kid uh, uh, gimmick. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love how you, like, I think that's exactly what I said. It was exactly because, what you said. Because you said sure. That's I've so playing magic I picked up a couple of really bad habits. And you'll again if you watch the stuff you'll know. I say sure to everything. Sure. This, you, you you do. This is a game where you can't interact. I played control in magic for the longest time, so I'm like, you you've got to ask me for permission to do stuff. Uh, and in a game where there's like very little interaction with um your opponent's stuff bar like two now almost three secret actions so i just say sure whenever you do something because i'm like yeah i give you permission to do like i I let you do that i'll let you do that and it's the worst (laughs) it's terrible but it's become a terrible catchphrase as well so sure sure (laughs) that's the next t-shirt sure that's the next t-shirt don't 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 because i want (laughs) i want i want flat caps done before we do i was going to ask about that in part two i was hearing you got some cool merch on the way for caps and set nick off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no no comment <laughs> uh, that's, that's, no, that's, um, that's not fruit juice you're drinking folks that's that's like triple vodka this is triple what yeah yeah oh, it's terrible oh man um, <laughs> so yeah so, no. i went i went to the tournament lee stayed home yeah i'm sorry work i wasn't that at home i was at work so i was kind of gutted because i was like i knew what i was gonna play i knew what i wanted to play and then it's like Cool, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. And then work like, everyone's dead. You need to come in. What? No, I'm going to Hampton. Oh, okay. What so were you going to play? I was going to run my new Metroplex deck. Nice. Oh, oh God. God. 
Big, oh, big fan yeah. of Metroplex. I remember he's... back in the day when Metroplex was the big bad wolf. Oh, he's, 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 he's a big bad wolf still. Metroplex is my I'm just telling you now. Get back in your box. It's... He's sleeping. But anyway, sorry. That's my... No, no. Uh, Mike, so go. Yeah, I think I posted um, two wins, three losses. The three losses were against Orange. The two wins were against Blue Decks. Of which uh, one of them was Dan. Cool. Which is really funny, because I posted three, two. <laughs> I posted two, three. Oh. There you go. Welcome um, to the world of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. So what was really nice, though... What was really nice is that we had representation in the top, like in the top two. Like Ads came second, um, and and fair play to him, he built this really strong, really powerful, aggressive deck with General Prime and ASP. Um, and I I didn't realize how bad ASP were until like cause I, I I didn't really look at what Ads was playing because he kind of yeah. made his mind up on the day. True. I think with a little bit more time to play and prepare, he probably could have won that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I straight up believe in Adam's ability just to go, cool. Because Adam, Adam knows aggro. Like, he's, pl- he's been playing Bugs the longest. He's been playing any... Most decks he plays tend towards aggro. Like, he was playing a really sick blaster build for a while as well. I thought he was going to take his blaster build. Mm. I, th- I think if he had taken his blaster build, he might have won that. Blaster's like, terrifying. It, I hate blaster. I was preparing <laughs> for blaster. Like, I was, I was like, what can I do to beat blaster? Because up until then, I, I'd struggled. Like, we were playtesting. And I'd lost every game against him. And I was screwing. And this is partly my fault because of my refusal to try and build anything meta. I just want to build something dumb that works. Because I think if I can pull that off, it's even funnier. Um, mm. But, yeah, Blaster's deadly. <laughs> but but we didn't see any other Blasters at the no. end. So, like, the... It's mad. The deck was. I think the event was reasonably meta. Like there were, was it four or was it four or six um, galaxy primes? Oh God knows. Four. I think four galaxy primes. Four octones. I was running one of the octones. Too many, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of ASPs slash X. Um, I played my final round against ASP with Springer. Uh, it was James Ooh. Morgan. Um, which was. I just got wiped. <laughs> That's. I think. I think I've. I've come across Octone a few times because Mike's got. And. Great secret. Yeah, he. Um, he doesn't. He, he's. He's haunting my nightmare. That guy is a f-ing monster. Um, he's scary. <laughs> he's oh, good. Oh, he's I've, stupid. I've had a lot of fun playing him. He really shines in decks where your opponents playing like Autobots and Decepticons. Hundred percent. You're making the most of that flipping for damage and stuff, but. Yeah. Um. Obviously, against against pure Autobot, or pure Decepticon decks, you lose a lot of um, you lose a lot of like general ping damage. You lose the ability to go okay, flip deal one damage, flip deal one damage, flip deal one damage, which I think is a strong a strong merit to um, to Octone. Mm. But he also hits really hard, and he's got high health. So, what did you run, Dan? I ran. I think it was. I net decked. I net decked. I net decked. But I played on a Meta Monday. And I went, ah, oh, this is awesome. Uh, I really want to run this. I, 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 
as I say, I struggle to build better. If I go to a tournament, I'm often going to place and do decently. Um, but I can build win more stuff like it's going out of fashion. So I can build stuff that will win 30% of the time really funnily and then lose the other 70% of the time. Um, but it was Flame War. Nova Storm. Nova Storm. Ah, that was it. I was like, who's the... Because there was definitely Flame War and Octane. I couldn't remember the other one. Yeah, so it was Black, Blue, Pierce. Stick a load of stuff on, get a load of Pierce, just chuck a load of damage through. Um, and again, it did reasonably well. I had a buy round two, so technically I'm only two and two. But... <laughs> oh, I see. Right, <laughs> sir. Right. Okay. Okay. What? Yeah, a win's it's a win. win. A win's a win. That's fine. I'll let you off. Okay. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, so against, I honestly, like, I struggle to remember who I played against round two and three, but uh, you got a buy in round two, uh, round three and four, sorry. I played, no, I played orange, orange, black bugs in round four. Oh, he played Dan. Yeah. Lee, he played our, our good friend Dan. Oh, really? I played Dan. He was the only one running bugs on that day, so it, has, yes. it can be no one yes. other. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. bricking it the entire time. Like, that scared me. I know how bad bugs can be, and the fact you mix uh, like black in, you're suddenly swinging with um, kickback for like eleven pierce, off, eleven, two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten pierce, like nine pierce, nine or eleven pierce, eleven or something like that. It's just kind of horrifying. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, horrible. I still think decks from Wave One have got some wiggle room in the Wave Four meta. But I still, I still think somewhere there's a prime control deck kicking about. That's only just gotten worse because of the introduction to Pierce. But I think you can still make it work. Mm. That's where I stand. It just depends. Like I say, we're we're going to see this with every with every set that comes out. There's going to be cards that, and this is a testimony to Wizards' design team for being able to bring cards back from Wave One and make them really good still. Um, Mm. Like, I, th- I can't remember what um, I can't remember what a card it was, uh, but we were, we were looking at it going, yeah, that makes this card A, card B, and card C from Wave One viable again. Perfect. Um, was it defensive driving? Oh, I can't remember which one it was. No, it was, it's one of the newer ones. I think that's that's Wave Two, isn't it? Defensive driving. If I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that the only one that I remember roughly, which is a game changer, is you had Data Bat has just been replaced with Pocket Processor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once again, plus and minus. Um, you it's a straight lo- upgrade, though, isn't it? Yeah, you lose yeah. a white pip to get a green pip, so it's like... But you, yeah, Yeah, but often you're taking the green pip out of your deck anyway. You're taking the white pip out of your deck. Oh, so, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, the card draw is worth more than the pip on that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pocket Processor is the, is the one card I like, like to have at least one of in every deck. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, ne- there's never a bad side to it well extra card draw cheers thank you very much but yeah what were, what were you playing Nick? <laughs> what was I playing? I was playing some <laughs> dumb rubbish um, I was playing uh, Police Brutality version 2 or sorry Police Brutality 2 Hot Pursuit that was the the working <laughs> the working title of the film Um, in my head it was playing out like a cop TV like, sorry a cop series like Lethal Weapon 
Yeah, you, you had police brutality one, police brutality two. At some point in wave five, police brutality three is going to come in. Like, do you know what I mean? It's gonna. It's just. A, it's a running theme that started off as a bit of a joke, and uh, ended up gain, gaining more infamy than it deserved. Um, yeah. So I think I, I made the deck. Uh, someone I put it on Fort Max. Someone picked it up and played it, and was like, "This is." I, I went like undefeated at my locals, and I'm like, I didn't think the deck was very good personally, but I suppose we better give it a go. First game I played with it, I lost. I was like, brilliant. Um, and then I worked on it a bit, and I decided to take it to the tournament because I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I won with a deck named Police Brutality? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with uh, Hot Rod. Uh, Prowl and oh god, that that guy that's the Decepticon Barricade. So uh, it was Barricade, uh, two Prowls, and Stakeout because they're all police cars. All police cars. All police cars. I remember yeah. you paid, had this on your channel as well, right? Mm. Yeah, I really liked that build. I was like, this is stupidly funny because it's all super theme. Like it's all cop cars. Mad. Yeah, is it? It was. It, I someone else picked up the deck. I think there's a. Is it the Shuffle Bus um, podcast? We're talking about uh, the deck, like because they, they didn't know who we were, right? <laughs> and they were like going, "Yeah, so I see that Boa Nick has posted this really fun looking deck." Now, didn't they Fort call Rags. you Boa Nick? Boa Nick, yeah, yeah, Boa Nick, Boa Nick, <laughs> Boa Nick. like Jake, <laughs> like Jake the Snake. Man, am I cruel but fair? That's true. Trust me. Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, but but we'll go in the um, but budget the gym out of dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> so budget Jake the Snake here. I feel like him sometimes, to be honest. Um, like, <laughs> but. They were talking about it, and then I was like, "Yeah, that's 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 me. That's my deck." Um, uh, and I, I I re I rebuilt it for this tournament based off the fact that I played David Burgess's um, second place. Oh, is it PPG Las Vegas or one of the ones he lost to Stephen Pinkney? Anyway, um, that's Def TF. I think that was, was that Orlando. Might have been Orlando, but yeah. So he he was. I I played his deck on the channel, which was four wide orange black nonsense, and I fell in love with it. So I updated Police Brutality to be orange black, but try and retain some of what made it like you know police themed, like enforcement batons for the you know I'm going to get you with my kosh, oi, 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 that kind of thing, um, <laughs> and uh, like yeah, just cars untaps. So. I say the deck is kind of camera shy a lot of the time. Um, every time it I've played it, it does better off camera. Like I've played it off camera and done things with it that make people vomit. And then whenever I had to play it in front of anybody or on or on camera, it's like, nope, you're not getting any untaps. You're not getting any re- like nothing. You, the, I'm not even going to give you bold, like which is mad. Um, until there is a video coming, by the way, spoilers. There's a video coming where it finally does its thing. Uh, watch out for that soon. Um, <laughs> but in the tournament, let's go back to the tournament for a second. So I kind of went a bit off topic with it because there's a bit, there's a there's a there's a stupid story behind it. Um, but at the tournament, I didn't do so great. I mean, first game I played against uh, Thrustimus, 
So that was Galaxy Prime uh, Thrust. Um, it was a young lad. Uh, so it, oh, it's he, another one of our local lot. It's oh, um, Dave it's Lad. Dave's Lad. Dave, yeah. yeah, Dave's Lad. Yeah, that yeah. Tech was absolutely horrific. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so, a Vietnam flashback. That's yeah. basically how. So I, I, I played him round one, uh, and I saw it. It went down. I was like, "Oh, oh God, I'm going to die." Um, thankfully, thankfully, I say thankfully. I, I don't take any pleasure in in in. Uh, sounds harsh. I don't take any pleasure in beating children, um, <laughs> but but like I I kind of I I did the match. I was like, "Ah, oh, cool." I. And then I kind of just went and then proceeded to lose for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, apart from one other game, I think that was against uh, Chaotics. Oh, Jan. Oh, yes, Jan. He was also I playing. Yeah, he's cool. He's a cool dude. Uh, he was also playing uh, Octone. I, I, after this tournament, though, and after I, I low key hate Octone now. Like, I, I used to love him when he when I was like, Octone's pretty cool. Can't stand him now. I just yeah. I want to see the back of him. He annoys me. Um, okay, Nick, we'll start our own fight club. It'd be like Cobra Kai, but it hates Soctone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, what it'll be. Into this. Um, into on the on the on the topic of that though, like it was just going to the tournament in general. Um, we were speaking on our Discord server for a while about who was coming and who wasn't, and it was really really amazing just to kind of touch base and meet all the people that we've been talking to for so long on discord and going oh hey awesome like we've got a we got a face we got a name to a face now um we we bumped into at least like eight people i think it was yeah eight people from our discord eight people from our discord yeah. who turned up and i was like this is crazy yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's 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 humbling and it's uh it's a, a, a reality check, I guess, when when you you go to something like like Till All Our One and meet people who are excited to meet you in that aspect. If that makes sense, because yeah. um, we don't expect anything. We never do. It's it's not. We do this for fun, and hopefully, we're entertaining people. Mm. So well, that's that. That was our experience with the Energon Open. Was mm. as soon as I opened my mouth, three people were like, "You're Lee," and I was like, mm. "Oh shit, it's going to be one of those weak." Which was great. It was kind of cool. Like they've watched our content and they think I'm crazy. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of funny how it's just like because I've been doing YouTube videos other than Transformers for ages. I think the most surreal moment I had where I'm like, "Oh," was. I used to do a podcast called Murder of Crows, which was all about like the faction Kador in War Machine, which is like a miniature. And there was one guy I went to a convention and he came up to me and was, I love your podcast. I just want to let you know, whenever you release a new one, it makes my day and my week easier because I have a shit job. And you're Stalker! I was like, holy cow, that's um, insane. Also, get a new job, please. That's insane. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was, it's kind of, yeah, like, like you say, Nick, it's like surreal when people are like, oh, keep doing this stuff. We love it. And you know, you kind of are taken back by it really more than anything. Can I, can I just ask, would you sign t-shirts and cards? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Just checking. I want yeah, caps yeah. when you get them. Yeah. Like cap, eventually caps. Yeah. <laughs> I want people, I want people coming up to me going, oh, look, I've got this copy of belligerence. Can, can you yes. guys sign it? See, and I'm like, 
that that's, could legit happen. It's literally that's why we keep hilariously in our latest Soundwave push. We were like, we've been playing a lot more metal detector and microprocessor or whatever it is, <laughs> capacitor. Even we reviewed those cards. We played them a lot. I'm so happy we showed the world that it was great. <laughs> <laughs> like metal detector is phenomenal. It's so good. Uh, combiners love it. If you're not playing metal detector in combiner decks, you're playing combiners, people. <laughs> playing them wrong. Yeah, but it's so it's it's I, I I playing a lot of magic when I was um I say when I was younger, playing a lot of magic into my adulthood. Um watching all the content creators for magic and the like and going, wow, I low-key really want to spoil a card for 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 magic. And I get to do that for a card game that's kind of taken up more of a place in my heart. Yeah. Which it sounds cheesy and corny. But like, it's it's incredible. It's it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. Like, people actively want to sit down and watch you do stuff. Mm-hmm. We 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 had that at the Energon Open. A few of the guys asked me, could I show them my Metroplex deck because I was doing quite well. So I showed them, and it was very different to what others were running online, and they just wanted to know what. And I just was like, well, I just don't rate that card, and that just blew their minds because like, yeah. everyone's like so you're not running three laser cutlasses why 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 and i'm like my whole point is to hit with the big guy screw the little guys it's the big one who who cares about you know the guys who now die in one shot or literally just die instantly now because of how the meta is you just want to swing with a big boy all the time and that's how my deck so yeah, it was fun. It's, it is kind of surreal when you get loads of people saying, "Oh, we listen to your show," and then it's kind of weird when you get these collaborations as well. Like when we first did our first ever episode, we didn't expect to have Brian from Wreck and Roll, and they watch our show. And then we had Jamie from Powered by Primus recently re- did with Jamie a- another podcast, but he's he's secretly working on art for my first ever playmat, which you'll see on our channel. Which I'm losing my bloody mind. Not, not so secret now. And he's almost finished it. And I can tell you, now, I'm I'm going to emotionally cry when I get it. I'm going to be, oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately for you guys, um, yeah, Jamie's no longer taking any art commissions. Just giving you all a heads up. So don't bombard with stuff. So as soon as he said it, uh, in our interview that, oh yeah, I used to work for Disney. I was like, man. I'm and then I just said what I wanted, and he's kind of gone in a really cool direction with it, which is uh, random question. Uh, in which is, <clears throat> was there anything from the tournament that, that surprised you? Or was there like, oh my God, who knew? Nick, go. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, anything that surprised me? Uh, no, not really. I, it's, it's, if, if we're talking what we saw deck-wise, then absolutely not. Like, I think uh, from, from the amount of tournament uh, video, I say meta deck videos that we do, we kind of get a bead on what people are going to be running anyway. So standard oh, yeah, airstrike yeah, control, that kind of stuff. Like, so if we really like all four of us joked, I think before it was like, oh, we're just going to take this one, this David Burgess deck because it's insane. All four of us will run that for this tournament and we'll probably just win. Um, but we decided not to do that because that's not, you know, it's, that would have been. Imagine that all four of us turning up like, no. Do you, do you remember that? Uh, was it Gen Con when like all the top eight decks, seven of them were the same, identical builds, 
you know, it just takes the kind of, it's just anticlimactic where you're like, right, you're, you know what I'm running, I know what you're running, yeah. apart from one guy, the top mm. seven. Do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. Like, if it's longer than a week ago, I've probably forgotten. Oh, it's um, like a year and a half ago. Oh, then I'm, yeah, no chance. I'm an old man. Um, like, like meta diversity <laughs> is so important. I think that's why I get on with the, with like the meta performers so well. Because most of the time, there's a lot of different decks. And obviously, doing the Meta Monday series, we've, we've analysed most of the tournaments that have come up. And we can, we can see that there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of diversity. There's the same style of decks, but there's different characters. And then you just see suddenly one come out of nowhere, like this, this four-wide orange-black pierce that's come out of nowhere um, going up against Galaxy Prime in the finals. It's... It, it's strange, but you do, you do, as Nick said, you do get a beat on on what's going on after a while. I, I would be very bored if I was to see the same decks, um, and it might. Like I, we've 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 had this discussion plenty of times before. I think, um, like Dan, I was saying, we've 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 always said that playing meta is not really playing for fun, uh, and yeah. you're generally playing the same kind of thing. <laughs> so. The fact that more recently there are there does seem to be more meta, uh, so a, a bigger diversity in meta decks is it's a nice thing to see. Like yes, Galaxy Prime is really good, uh, but he can be beaten. <laughs> Toss a coin for Mike. He needs medicine. <laughs> a valley of medicine. Yes, a valley yeah. of listeners. <laughs> do you think that um, we will see more organized, or do you think we'll see something similar to last year for organized play uh, hopefully in the UK I know obviously the corona real world virus situation is bad and so everything's kind of on hold but I think there were kind of rumours of uh, you know promos that are given out once a week if you go and the whole idea is that you pick up a completed combiner robot if you went three weeks in a row sort of stuff um that was kind of dropped i think on one of the vector sigma um interviews but um up until this whole this whole real world stuff kicked off we haven't really seen much organized play announcements have we no i don't think we compared to the us you know i'd Um, like to go and sit down and play for 20 grand (laughs) Um, yeah, I think I think I think the PPGs are run by a separate, like aren't run by Wizards so much. No, they're they're privately owned. Yeah, run. Yeah. Sorry. Um, which is which is nice. I know. Um, I know a couple of people this side were on about getting or trying to push um, a, a bigger tournament scene, like like once a year, just this separate company that do a large a large tournament. However, America is slightly bigger than the UK, only by a little bit. <laughs> no but, bit. Um, <laughs> so I, I think they've got. I think it's easier for them to do bigger tournaments, and we see it. Like, I'm awful for relating things to Magic the Gathering. I'm really sorry, but you see it in Magic the Gathering all the time. You've got the official Wizards stuff, like the Grand Prix and such. But in America, there's a company called Star City Games who run a lot of um, who run a lot of Star City Game Opens. Yep. They're a separate company that sell cards, but they sponsor all of these tournaments. They don't do them anywhere else because there's not really a market for them anywhere. 
and not enough people can turn up to make it worth it. I think we're going to get a very similar thing to that. So I think we're going to have one, maybe two big tournaments a year, like the um, Energon Open, which I'm so gutted we didn't go to. Um, and that's that's all we're going to get. It's all going to be official official wizards. Mm. I, I think I uh, one thing that's going to help, and I hate to bring this up because it's a topical conversation most uh, most of the time at the minute. Um, after this, after the coronavirus has kind of gone away, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later, people are going to be starved for meeting up in person and uh, doing things. And Transformers or any other card game really is the perfect opportunity for that. Um, so I can I can definitely see people getting out more. I I want to I want to go to Northampton as soon as we're out. There you go. I want to go see Mark. I want to go see all the people that we know up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to go catch up, and I just want to play some games. I I, th- I think this has done definitely done a service for people to make people appreciate physical contact more, um, mm. and the ability to just go to someone and just be like, "Hey, you, let's let's play a game." Um, so hopefully that pushes people to uh, motivates them to set up more tournaments and do more things because I think the one the one problem we have is people are not motivated enough like credit to Mondo uh, James like all those guys that help put together Till All Our One right and, and, and also want to do more of that kind of thing like that's, that's what we need we need the people who love this game to push it and push it so hard not push it in people's faces but to say hey it's available like there are there are big things going on with it and if you want to get involved come and get involved with this game like that because mm, 100% it, i think that's down that's down more to the content creators as well though yeah yeah absolutely like, like it's, it's, it's 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 as as far as i'm concerned like uh, games survive because of like say content creators and fans like that's like, because otherwise, if the interest isn't there, it's going to eventually peter off. And... Very, very true, very true. So I play a very uh, the other card game I play is something called Vampire: The Eternal Struggle or Vitez. Mm. Um, it's a White Wolf game uh, where it's been it, it, been out for like twenty plus years, and it's been kept going mm. by a group of <clears throat> hardcore people that have a fair chunk of free income, uh, and now they've got the game back into production and printing cards through drive through RPG and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's basically been content creators that have taken the game out of dormancy uh, and kept it bubbling over. And now it's come back into circulation and the publishers for the new White Wolf material have taken it back. So, yeah, you're right. And I think it also is huge for having YouTube content creators that play the game uh, and put out games on a regular basis so that people can just you know see that they're not just um putting stuff out there to to get likes and you know they're actually invested in the game and all they care about is the joy of playing and the, the fun that is getting the game well i mean we, I, we as content creators we don't make any money from any of the videos that go up on youtube nope me neither we, <laughs> well, we I just used to <laughs> not, anymore. not anymore we uh. said from we said from the get-go like do we want to monetize this 
no, let's do it for fun. Let's keep doing it for fun. And that's 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 what we do. Um, the only thing the only thing we start we we taken a little bit of money from is like our merch and our our, our merch sales and our um our playmat sales. Um, but that's just so we can pop it in a pool, so we can buy a better camera. Um, we can we can upgrade our setup, buy a green screen, that kind of thing. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, it, it's not it's not uncommon for content creators. I think I think people have to realise this. It's like creating content takes time and uh, valuable time. Uh, you know, because we've all got lives, we all do things, and you know, as much as we're doing this for fun, like there's going to come a point where because if you're getting more popular, the amount of work you're doing versus the Say, let's say income that you're getting, that something's got to give in the middle, um, because then it starts bleeding over into other aspects of your of your life, right? So that people need to understand that, like, content creators sort of doing things to make a little bit of money is not uncommon and is absolutely fine. Um, and if you want better content, if you want more stuff, then yeah, then do it. Do you know what I mean? But we're not. But we're not. We're not. We're not kind of forcing that onto people. Never. Not absolutely not. People. Like we will always make videos. They will always be free to people, and that is it. There will be no paywalls no. ever for any content. So, yep. which is I, I, I. I feel like I may have steered us in the wrong direction with my commentary. Oh, no. What, no, I, <clears throat> what I meant fun. was, I meant was. Um, you guys have really upped your game in terms of video content, in terms of intro, in terms of this. <laughs> Lee has just taken uh, the bleeped up production stuff and kind of changed the intro around a bit. Um, and you, what you hit the nail on the head then, in the fact that I turned up and I've never done it. I, you know, I, don't, I have a really busy life. I have a really busy job that is, says on my contract nine to five, but it's not. Um, and time is precious. Even now, um, like we're under quote unquote lockdown, um, you know, time is still precious now. Um, and so I go to Lee, I go, right, Lee, we've just recorded eight games. Why have you not played? He's like, Bank. I've got a job and uh, my job is not nine to five and it's busy. And, you know, I, I want to see people. I want to go do things. I want to have a life. I just, and, and, and it's a balance. And it's, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to, to, to jive with so for all those people out there that that say hey this is not cool or that, that give us beef for stuff or give you beef uh for stuff uh realize that actually people are volunteering time they're not making thousands of pounds by no. editing videos they are literally doing it for free for the love of the game yeah there's uh, like I, I just wanted to kind of get that out there and say uh, no, you know good. you guys have done really well um yeah. and it takes a lot of time and graft and my, I think um, it's really nice to see people that create content and that actually play the game and yeah. don't just do it for, right, I'm going to do this to get some 20, 25 likes. I'll yeah. say this now. 80% of the work for this channel comes from Nick. Nick has got the editing down. He's got the socials down. He's got, he sorted out the merch for us. Um, and Coffee. Coffee. He's got, <laughs> got he's got everything down to a T, and I've got a lot of admiration for it because I, due to different things going on in my life, I don't have that kind of motivation. Um, but Nick still manages to do all of this and has one like we 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 
play games quite regularly together as well, Nick, don't we? We do, yeah. Like we we do a lot, and Nick Nick is Nick is like a big, almost the backbone of this channel. Like without him, we'd we'd be screwed. So thank you, buddy. Oh, appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. I think I think, that, I think this that is, is the nicest thing I've me. said about him. That is, yeah. <laughs> oh, so nice. No, I think the one thing I completely agree with Mike as well is like you're giving up your time to do it. Now, there's two things that really sucks for me right now. In uh, one. Uh, I had a corrupt hard drive and lost six months worth of you. Like, All those wins up. that no one will ever see again. I know. And the illegal deck, which I've run 30 stars for some bizarre reason, and we didn't both pick That will never oh, see Jesus. the light of day now, oh, which no. is kind of unfortunate. But no, it's just, it's just, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it than everyone's like, ah, oh, this is why I've always said with, with our, with the channel, I was like, I want to do stuff that I'm passionate about. <laughs> I was earning a lot of money at one point because I was just basically going, I'm going to do a format that uh, I love the game, but also the fact the format that can get me views and get me really excited. But then the problem is with that, you then just go all your time into YouTube. You don't have a family life. You don't have a social life. Then you have work. You get burnt out and it's horrific. Uh, and, and you lose the love of the game. And you do lose the love of the game. So that's why I took like two years off YouTube. People like we're just like oh he's dead i'm just like just don't enjoy it anymore it's just not fun and so it's for me i've always enjoyed the aspect of editing and teaching the game so for us our whole videos i love the transformers community because everyone pumps out different types of videos and you get to basically see what people are playing and there's everyone's in like individual take on it like everyone has their own niche thing which is a the one thing I always said about our channel is we wanted to do it with a kind of production value that basically now said, okay, so this card's being played. So what does that card do? Okay, what's the attack damage? Let's see how that's shown. And with the card flips and everything, so it's a teachable video. Mm. So then people can then go at one point and go, oh crap, that's how that game plays. I'll go pick. So I would love to basically just fart out all the games that we have, which everyone else does, which I'm not going to argue with because it's fantastic to have more content out of the game because it grows the game. I just wanted to take a view where it's like people can randomly look at our stuff and go like, what the heck is this? And then click on it and go like, oh, they're explaining what they're doing and stuff. Because there is, I think, I think we're now at a point of the game where it's like, if you don't, if you know what the how the game plays, you're fine. If you have no idea how the game plays, there's not enough stuff out there that basically goes, how do you, play, in a way? I'll ask you a question, Dan, which is um, you being a more, much more kind of into the magic, and I'm guessing like the tournament scene type thing. How do you, <clears throat> when you watch content creators that do like silent play, where they just literally touch a card, tap it, and and that's it, and that you know that there's just 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 no banter. There's no there's nothing. There's just uh, touch this card, tap it, touch the opponent's card, and that's it. You're like what? I I stopped watching like Pro Tour content for Magic years ago. Oh, okay. After especially after making it my like myself with Blues on Attack, um, the banter makes the content half the time. The decks are fun. That's amazing. But a small amount of people can watch silent gameplay, and that's fine. Fair play. I cannot. I, I can't stand it now. I'm there. I, love, I'm there. I can't do it. I love the the way we rib on each other, the way that 
people think we hate each other when we're actually we're like four we're four of the tightest people like you'll ever meet we give each other stick, but I'd I'd stick up for everyone uh, with my life if I had to. The, the the important thing I think when it comes to whatever content you put out is you've got to do what's true to you, and you've got yeah. to do what you enjoy. That's it. Like you are not going to please everybody. Um, oh no! And no. you know, no. I, I was, one thing I and I know that I'm doing a bad thing when I I will I sometimes like I will get maybe maybe a negative piece of feedback. And there's always that little part of me that's like, don't take it to heart. You're not going to please everybody. But then, I, I, but isn't that isn't that the the rest of us? Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. That's they're, they're the voice go. Don't worry about it. I'm like, don't take it personally. It's and it, it is it is very true. You are never going to please 100 percent of people, um, and that's why it's good to have a variety of different content creators for this because yeah. you know. And collaborations like this, like this. That's right. I'm not gonna lie. the the amount The amount of silent private messages of people just going, "Lee, I don't know where you are in the world, but if he dies, he dies." It's like the best feeling ever. Going, <laughs> I know that came because of Mike and me just loving Rocky Four. I absolutely hundred percent. It's amazing, and there's so many other little things like. Some stuff that people have said, like, "What the heck is that video clip from?" And I'm just like, "Just, just, go, uh, just watch it on YouTube. You'll understand if you understand this." So, a lot of sports clips have been added recently. Like, Sorry, Lee, I'll get you. I'll get you the ability to count someday. I know. I still can't count. To more than twenty-five. Count. I know it's freaking terrible. I right. That's, that's I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get us back on track a little bit. It's more Transformers-related stuff. Oh, so, God, it's already. It's already. It's already been over an hour. <laughs> it's I know, true. I know. So, I love um, I love it when that happens. I'm going to plug something here. Someone, Lee, do 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 technology things while I'm talking. So, um, <laughs> having now recapped our tournament a little bit, uh, as in the tournament, um, what uh, we decided to run, or we're going to try and run one called uh, Light Our Darkest Hour. Yep. It's going to be in Derby. It's going to be sometime in June. Uh, Lee's going to confirm the dates while I'm talking. Hopefully, oh, add a little bit of this in a minute. Okay. No pressure, on no screen, pressure. live. Right. Um, I'm not going to do it on screen. Oh, all right, okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the hope is that coronavirus will disappear at some point, and hopefully that will be in a timeline where Wave 5 will have just come out, and people are still learning stuff, and hopefully there will be a equivalent of Till All Are One, running in Derby sometime in June, close to payday, where people can come along and hopefully... Uh, we can begin to build with a bit more of a tournament scene and just a bit more of a community. Uh, so there, there's my plug. Yeah. Nice, nice. Awesome. Get us the yeah. dates. We'll see if we can come. Yeah. Coronavirus permitting. We'll be there. Um. <laughs> Signing merch. Yeah, we'll sign some merch. Belligerence. We'll, 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 we'll sign, sign copies uh, of belligerence. <coughs> we'll sign. We'll, ours, our cards will be cheaper because your card is going to be really expensive, Garen. Um, <laughs> metal, metal <laughs> Which sucks because I want to get all of the cards we spoil in a frame. Yeah, you can so do if it. they keep getting more and more it. expensive. I'm, I'm... And uh, if you want Le Champion to uh, sign your copies of Came in Toughness, uh, mm-hmm. then that is an absolute <laughs> thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, I will be bringing the Windblade deck, so you can be beaten by the champ. That's fine as well. Don't worry nice. about it. Nice. I'm getting into character now. This is the thing. It's a character. I've got. Love it. I've got a role with it. it. The villain. So, I am. what are you uh, currently? Um, what are we all currently running at the moment? Oh, 
two, 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 not, not, no, because no, we asked Nick this and he's got like 20 million and one deck boxes of decks. Probably <laughs> look at that background. There's toys. There's there's shelves of stuff, and the man's probably got a car a drawer full of decks. I really have. It's go. like next to me. Like I'm not even. Joking. I know exactly. Yeah. So, um, what what's everyone currently running? Uh, Lee, you've not talked for a little bit. Oh mate, it's it's a video. It's out on my YouTube. Cog is just bonkers good. Like seriously, who would have thought in this world that we would honestly be talking about Sergeant and uh, the the patrol? But um, you know, it's stupid fun. Like if you want to see a character which everyone said was gash, everyone said he's rubbish, come to the forefront and just give everyone the middle finger and go like, "No, boys, I'm a G. This is the deck for you." Like seriously, it punches so hard that it's incredible. Even though it involves Cog dying to actually it's incredibly fun because you're just like the swing it has is just ridiculous but it's just the fact that you can have cog everyone else in the whole uh, whole list is stealth so everyone has to hit cog so then you go in with cog if you're going first etc or if you're going second blah 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 then the ability of equipping it to someone drawing three cards then playing four upgrades oh no three upgrades on the characters which is a character that has already been upgraded because you've put cog on is just just saying it's like okay. you have this you have this you have this fire sale death it's ridiculous nice. um our good friend ben cox who does listen to our show he felt the wrath of that and um yeah it's a very very sad sad time trust me cool nick hello what are you running what's your fave uh what's okay so what's my fave top at, two top at, two. The, at the minute uh so at the minute um one deck i am trying to get a lot of reps in i say trying i'm not playing anything at the minute because coronavirus but uh my blue bugs deck was something that i was working oh, on man after my heart yeah. We should talk off off camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's a game either coming already on the channel with the most recent build of that. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, double kickback, um, scrapnel, and chop shop. Wave four chop shop because wave four the chop only shop way is, to fly. It is so dumb. Um, the the deck is called Sexual Healing. But on Fort Max, I had to call it Marvin Gaye because it won't let you have sexual healing on there. So, yeah. Okay. Because the deck never, like, uh, kickback, wave one kickback is always your first lad to go. Right. Let's be, but once he's gone and the other, you've had time to set up the other three. They've all got toolboxes. They could, they're, they're taking damage each turn, but I'm healing like five or six damage. No problem. You know what go really well in that deck? Go on. Belligerence. Yeah. Oh, just you wait. That's getting updated. <laughs> <way from>, like, <laughs> belligerence is going to make that deck disgusting. Like, I'm flipping... Oh, oh look, I'm flipping a bling attack and kickback's doing his, his damage trigger. Brilliant. Take oh, 18. No, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Doesn't it? Turns all blue into all blues count as orange. Oh, I don't want to play belligerence in there anymore. That's fine. I want kickback's ability. It's what makes the deck so fun because I'm just pinging. It's it's death by a thousand cuts. Or I could just keep one in as backup in case he dies. Eh, 
Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Like the brain's ticking over already. I'm just like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Um, I went a bit Jeff Goldblum then, didn't I? Whoops. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's an idea. It's a dumb idea. And hopefully, I'll take it to a tournament one day just for a laugh. We'll see what happens. Um, the other deck I'm having fun with is my Sideswipe one from the Sideswipe Challenge that was done recently. Um, once again, like the deck is super fun, and I have only been beaten by Galaxy Prime. So, what, what can you say when uh. you, when you're running against everything, and the only thing that beat beat you was a Galaxy Prime? It's like, yeah, I'm fine with that. You're doing all right there. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, it, I explained this in the video, and um, I'm I'm not sure it came across well enough to explain. But the, the idea is, you put a kinetic intensify whip on sideswipe. You by the time you get to that stage, you've got at least one or two brainstorms and one or two showing offs in your hand. You play them all. You flip them a bunch of times. The other character's dead. He's hitting for like fifteen bold ten, and it's good night. See you later. Have fun. <laughs> that sounds similar to what I have was building. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty it, good fun. It, it's just it's a it's a dumb time, and like I run it with Firefly, RC, and Lionizer. Uh, the idea being is you have to attack Firefly because he's got Brave, and then you want to attack RC with Lionizer because who would who would want to leave her on the table? Yeah, because if you go for side type first, thinking I'm going to kill your gimmick, it's like well you're leaving RC to get she's going to hit you next turn for ten. And you can't do anything about that damage. So, like the only problem with it is that Lion Eye does doesn't count for Sideswipe's ability, does he? He doesn't. But I'm okay with that. <clears throat> I, I did the maths because yeah. I, I originally run it with um, uh, Predacon with Brave. Why can't I remember his name? Oh, Rampage. Oh. One, one of those two. Um, Rhino. The, the the Rhino lad. Yeah. Um, I, I ran it with him, and it just didn't have the same effect. Like. RC wasn't putting out enough damage when it came round to it. Um, and she is all of a sudden less of a threat than Sideswipe is, who's got two dead characters in the bank. Mm. So uh, I sacrificed two attacks per... F- t- two Plus two attack per flip for the sake of having RC be, be a bigger target. So that was the logic behind that. And lo and behold, it sticks because... No one wants to leave her alive, so. Well, you're caught between a caught between a rock and a hard place, really, aren't you? You're either yeah. taking a bunch of damage from 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 RC, or you're taking a bunch of damage from Sideswipe. Yeah, yeah. Not a good time, Crazy. unless you're Prime. And Prime is stupid. Galaxy Prime, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, back at you guys. Then what are you guys running? Oh no, uh, well, yeah. sorry. <clears throat> oh, that's fine. I'll chime in. I'll chime yep. in. That's fine. So I'm doing blue bugs. Uh, same lineup as you. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, and I'm also running, much to Lee's, Lee's pain, uh, a sound wave rat bat oh, nice. and laser beak deck, which uh, it, it, it's not going to, it's not tier one, you know, it's a bit of a try hard deck. It's not even try hard, it's try, try, try mediocre at best. Um, but when it works, it works. Oh, and it's it, quite upsetting. It, works. it is. It Rat Bat is the best character in Way 4. I'm just telling you right. You watch our game and you can see how stupid the repair is. It's stu- I've it's never stu- seen you so angry. In- I know. It's like you I are the angry. nicest person ever. And I, I, Jesus, it was, I, it, it that was bad. broke me. A freaking bat broke me. 
A card game broke oh, me. Just, just you wait until Fangry comes out. Oh, oh I'm, I don't even care about that guy. The, the artwork on that, on Jamie's podcast, I've already said, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> but it's just the fact that now there's other cards with three symbols on it that you don't give a monkey. That literally costs no points, which even scares me even more for Ratbat, which is, you know, not fun for the whole family. It won't work for all of them. But, I think um, everyone I, should go and play Soundwave. Soundwave uh, is a ton of fun. Yeah, major Soundwave. You know, it's not the, yeah, not the other one. Major. Uh, major. It's important. It's like Shockwave or Major Shockwave. Uh, yeah. And Cosmos is on my list to try, but we're going to talk about that in part two. Yes. Fair enough. I think, I think actually this might be a good point to actually wrap up the podcast so it can tease people to go and check out Blue. I think that's a good point. You guys, you guys happy with that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Dan, mind you, Dan, you didn't say what deck you were running. I oh, no, say. actually, yes. Ninja. Yes, let's go with that one first, Dan. Go for it. Go on, sir. So, <laughs> I, I have a love affair with two cards in the game. And they are Overwhelming Advantage and Daring Escape. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> the same reason I love like I, I love cheating I love cheating let's just, just leave it at that um, <clears throat> so I'm currently in, in my head with some wave 5 cards on my way to work I'm listening to like King810 some proper like angry metal head in like how can I make this deck so we've got Alita 1 Daring Escape which you've seen on the show which you've seen oh you'll love your Alita 1 deck will love one of the new cards mm. uh, which one are you thinking mm. uh, I Die mm. yes yeah, I Die is so good hold the line <laughs> I, was gonna... I Die love no, isn't always on time yep King, yeah. King of the Last Stand whatever it is yeah I Die yeah. Uh, I plus, plus 5 and Die plus 5 <laughs> I Die at the end of turn yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I having more death options for it like works really well. The only problem I've looked at this and it's really annoying <laughs> is that there's no other revive card. So either I need to play a 12 star specialist with her, which put me in the mindset of Perceptor so I can play involuntary promotion, but then I need another like it'd have to be Perceptor or someone that needs to be a specialist so that I could pop the head off so that they wouldn't die, uh, so that I wouldn't lose the game. Uh, oh my god that's thanks guys there we go that's what we're here for <laughs> but you're going to tell us more about this in part two right of course absolutely but then there's <laughs> there's OA tanks that um, Joe made made me aware of from Wreck and Roll mm. and then I'm just playing dumb bold orange rubbish with Cosmos like Cosmos and Rescue Patrol that's, that's I looked at that video yesterday evening and I was like oh, I've missed a trick here um <laughs> But but it's not quite the build for me, but it's good because it just flips. I was like, could Dan not count? Does he not understand? how?" And then I went, hang on a minute. Oh, that stupid boat. <laughs> right. It's not when they attack, it's when they build <clears throat> as well. Yeah. So you get yeah, on yeah, defense yeah. as well. Yeah, so then I went, oh, it makes so much sense. If they didn't have all have stealth, it would be amazing. But <laughs> that's fine. Because you're sweet. No, no, no. Because the way you do it is you let the first attack go into 21 health Cosmos, who's going who's gonna to survive. You won't. And then everything else just kills one of your dudes until you get Sea Watch to a point where you can flip Sea Watch and swing with Sea Watch. You suddenly got three defense. And then at some point, you swing with Cosmos and Cosmos will kill something, especially with a strategy move. 
<laughs> but anyway, we'll talk about that in part two. Part yes. two. I think it's pretty, pretty good. So, guys, thank you very much for uh, listening to One Shot Stand, One Shot Fall, episode part one of the Blues on Attack collaboration. Uh, remember to follow us on Podbean, iTunes, all that. Uh, follow the guys on all their socials. Their links will be in the description and all that's good stuff. And yeah, we'll be right back with part two on their channel, which you should go check out because their, their, their stuff Badass. is top Badass. Top notch, sir. So, <laughs> yeah, enough said. Take care, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode of One Shall Stand, One Shall Stand.